Is it y'all's ready? Yeah. All right, let's do this. to House of Hoops, episode 60. It's Monday night, April 5th, 2021. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. We got the national championship game on. Gonzaga's losing to Baylor. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Who's with me tonight in studio? This is a special edition of House of Hoops. I'm very excited. Bo Brady is in studio. Bo, what up? What's up? It's great to be in studio. Wow, you sound great. (laughs) (laughs) This beats Zoom. We've made a lot of strides with online and over-the-phone sound, but nothing beats in person. Also in studio is our regular guest, Brian Clark. Hey, yo. <laughs> what up, Brian? What's going on? What's going on? I don't know. We're going to talk hoops. We got Indiana Pacers, Miami Heat. We'll look at the standings and whatever else. We're going to have some fun. Whatever. House of Hoops can be found on Twitter, at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. We're on Instagram, at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us, 901-365-75 on the house of hoops hotline we hope everybody enjoys the show tonight think of the digs i like the studio yeah feels good it's kind of good huh i do have a confession for you what's that 
I went to the Goodwill maybe two months ago looking for records and monster trucks. That's what we. That's what I do with the boy. <laughs> and they had a Jason Kidd Milwaukee Bucks coach bobblehead, and I just walked right past it. <laughs> and now I look in the studio and I see your bobblehead collection. <laughs> and that would have been a nice addition, maybe a, a gift for my first in-studio appearance. Oh, that's okay. It'd be a Jason Kidd coach bobblehead. That'd be pretty funny. What would you do? Like use it as a voodoo doll or something? <laughs> Put curses on him. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he? Is he on the Lakers staff this year? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lionel Hollins, Jason Kidd. Yeah. A whole bunch of guys ready to take the job. <laughs> Frank Vogel. <laughs> why, why did he let this happen to him? He's got a bunch of coach killers on his bench. Well, Hollins really isn't a coach killer, is he? No. He's interimed for a lot of coaches, though. Yeah. I know that. I think he did it in Memphis twice. Anyway, so you like it. Okay. I dig it. How have you enjoyed your time in Memphis? It's been nice seeing a few friends and family. And now that I'm vaccinated and a lot of my family is vaccinated, being able to see them and hang out, feel somewhat normal. Good. What have you been doing? It's always nice to be back in Memphis. Uh, we, Kate and I got away from the kids tonight and went and had dinner at Central Barbecue on Central. Nice. It was nice. Had a beer and some some ribs. <laughs> I can get behind that. And we checked out on the Saturday. We checked out that brewery at, at Broad and Tillman. What's it called? Hamp, Hamp, uh, uh, Hampline? Yeah. Haven't been there yet. How it, was it? It was good. It was fun. We had a beer there, and Kate wanted to check out some antique shops on summer. So did that. I had my fill of antique shops after about 15 minutes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's Laddie's thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the thrift stores. I like to look for very specific things and then get out of there. Yeah. Antique stores, those have all been picked over pretty aggressively. Yeah, not only that, but the prices are all typically very high for their for their stuff. Yes. Yeah. You want? Yeah. I guess what is what did Laddie used to do? He used to go to like estate sales. Well, estate sales are 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 good too. Yeah. But and I've actually a lot of the furniture we have in our house in Minnesota. A lot of them we got in estate sales here in town. Alrighty. Want to move to Bryant? Brian, what's up? Uh, not much, man. <laughs> what have you been doing this week? Uh, working. Yeah, same. Um, hanging out, hanging out, drinking, yeah. drinking beers, drinking, drinking beers here and there. Doing yard work. Did some yard work. Got the yard cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really it, man. End of the month, end of the month, so work was a little busy. Had, had you know, end of the month paperwork stuff to do, but I took took a couple nights. I feel you. Nothing exciting, though. Watch the uh, uh, UCLA-Gonzaga game. Yeah. Saturday night, that was a lot that, of fun. Dude, that game was a lot of fun. A lot more fun than this game that we're watching right now. It's like uh, 14 minutes left. Should be fun. I don't know. It's on right behind Brian, so I can't really watch it, which is probably a good thing. Distracting. Yeah, I can't even see it. It's right behind you. Mm-hmm. 
It's like a turn around, <laughs> completely disengaged from what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's mad. <laughs> he's taking his headphones <laughs> off and he's turned completely around. <laughs> Uh, he's only wearing one sock. I think he's crying. <laughs> I think he's crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, your week sounds like mine, except for I played a little bit of golf here and there. I actually did some fun stuff. Yeah, that's about it. Nothing to report. Nothing good. I had mentioned to you guys maybe a couple hours ago that I wanted to look at the standings tonight. There's been some movement. It's getting interesting. You know, there's only like five or six weeks left in regular season play until the uh, playing games start. So it's kind of getting to crunch time here. Mm -hmm. The playing games start May 18th. Remind us what the play-in seeds are. Is it 8 through 10? Yeah, it's like 10 through 7, actually. So the yeah, 7, 7 and 8 play sense. and then 9 and 10 play. The winner of 9 and 10 plays the loser of 7 and 8 for the 8th spot. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I understand it much better this week. <laughs> it's fine. All right, let's look at the standings. Last week feels like last month after a 13-hour drive on Friday. Yeah. With three kids in the back seat. You're going to have to watch that mic. I can barely hear you. <laughs> look back he's right on it all right he's right up against it dude <laughs> do you want me to say that again no it's fine you got to get used to using the mic you're used to having it just attached to your head i am yeah and i'm, I'm a little self-conscious about my heavy breathing <laughs> <laughs> don't be so i don't want to be too close yeah that's really close <laughs> that is this is serial killer close <laughs> How's this? <laughs> Scary. <laughs> All right, so standings, look. In the east, we're going to start with the east. So the Bulls have moved up to the 10th spot. As it stands, they would be in a playoff, the play-ins. The Raptors have slipped out. The Wizards are in 12th. The Wizards, I mean, they got to start winning immediately. They're on a three-game losing streak. The other teams have no chance. Cavs, Mavs, Pistons, just awful teams. But 7 through 10, I like those teams. I'm not a big I'm not big on the Raptors making it. The Wizards, I'm losing faith. I think they, the Raptors have incentive to not make it. Yeah, at this point, they might just be uh bailing on the season, huh? They should be. Celtics have dropped a couple spots, right? Weren't they number were they number five last week or were they number six? They weren't number seven. Yeah, it's all very close. It's all like a game or half a game. Look at number four is the Hawks. They're at eight games behind. And then look at where the Celtics are at eighth. They're nine games behind. So it's just one game. There's a huge jostle there between four and eight. Are we looking at the same standings? No, I don't think so. Refresh. You should, you should refresh. I think they've updated since you've opened your laptop. Games have been won and lost in the last few moments. I don't know. I got mine on uh, NBA.com. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, what what am I missing? What What's different? You said Atlanta was eight games back. I'm showing 8.5. Oh, okay. You said the Wizards have lost. 
three straight games. I'm showing four. Okay, they lost tonight. Okay. Just needed a refresh. <laughs> yeah, they lost to Toronto tonight. All right. I can't believe Atlanta has made the run they have, and they're still 26 and 24, and then the four seed. It's crazy. Yeah, they're on a three-game winning streak. In the last 10, they're six and four. And like they've, they've been on a run. They've been great. So Brooklyn's in first. Philly has slipped down half game behind them. But I'm more concerned with this play-in game situation. That's what I care about. going to be tight, but it looks like it's kind of set. Some of these are going to move around, but do either of you really think the Bulls are going to lose that 10 spot? I don't think any of these other teams can move in. When you think about the caliber of these teams, you're looking at Boston, New York, Indiana, Chicago. I just feel like those are the best teams. I think that's kind of set. Don't you agree? Yeah, compared to the teams 11 through 15. Right. Yeah. I think that's pretty much set. I mean, t- there's still we still have to see if Charlotte slips. I mean, they've lost LaMelo for the year. That's right. They've gone 500 the last 10 games. Boston has also gone 500 the last 10 games. Hmm. 538 has the Hornets with a 68% chance of making the playoffs. 68? Yeah. Okay. And Chicago has a 9% chance. Okay. The Chicago Bulls have the same percentage chance of making the playoffs as the Sacramento Kings. Huh. All right. According well, to 538. Once you get into those playing games, anything can happen, though. But are they going to make the play-in game? Yeah, I you think say yes. So Chicago, yeah, I think so. It's funny they have the the Spurs at an eight percent chance of making the playoffs, and the Grizzlies at forty three percent chance. They think the Grizzlies are going to do well in April. I think they won't. They get Jaron. Jaron, you think Jaron's coming back? Uh, based on the way you said that, and the way you, I'd say no. <laughs> They'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. But I don't know if dude hasn't played a game since the bubble. Like, what kind of basketball shape is he going to be in? Yeah, he's probably on a minutes restriction. Like, can he? Like, what? I guess they're going to bring him back, and he'll be his jump shot will be like perfect. Like, what? What kind of Jaron are you getting back for the last six weeks of the season? Well, if he's a unicorn, then it won't matter. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. It takes a while for it takes a NBA player a couple of weeks to readjust. And this guy hasn't played for since November uh, what was it, October? Yeah. Yeah, game speed's August. No, game speed's no joke. And NBA yeah. defenses are no joke. Dude, for real. But in the East, I mean the Wizards gotta win now. They gotta not be on a four game losing streak right now if they want to get up in that play-in. And the Hornets would have to start losing now if we think they're going to fall out, which could happen, I guess. Without looking at all of the team, like the schedule, it's hard to say. I don't know if the Hornets and Celtics fall out, but, I mean, they could fall into a – they could fall into one of those play-in spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all so tight. I mean, it's a game and a half between – fourth and what eighth yeah there could be some movement there i just want to 
know I want to know right now who's going to be in the play-in games. <laughs> I'm a little antsy. I'm antsy for it. I'm ready for it to start. They gotta they gotta finish the season, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's look at the West. The Grizzlies moved up. They're winning games right now. I'm tracking them. I'm going to keep track of how many games they win in the month of April. Every week, I'm looking at it. They moved the Grizzlies moved into the eighth spot over the jump the Spurs. Right now, New Orleans is 11th. They're a half a game out of the play in 10th spot. The Warriors are in. San Antonio's in ninth in. And Memphis and Dallas are eight and seven. It's going to be fun, though. The Lakers are slipping down. They've they've moved from, what were they, second? Now they're in fifth? I think they were in second. No, it was uh, last week it was Utah and Phoenix were one and two. Yeah, but they're definitely slipping. They've lost some games. I think they slipped from fourth to fifth. Okay, is that it? They're four and six in their last ten. Four and six? Yikes. Versus the Nuggets. Or eight and two in their last ten. And Nugget. only a half game ahead of the Lakers. So the Lakers have slipped quite a bit. Yeah, they're moving down. I still think they're learning how to play without Braun and A D, so I don't I don't really think it's a bad thing for them to be losing a few games. They're not gonna fall out of the playoffs. They could, but I don't think they will. What's the game? What's the score? Oh, Gonzaga's down nine eighteen. Baylor's going to win this thing. It's looking like it. What's that kid's name? Moffitt? Muffet? <laughs> the kid for Baylor with the mullet. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Who, me? No. <laughs> Number 24. Muffet. I can't, dude. I can't even turn. I can't. The, the game <laughs> is on oh, right behind me. I think it's, I think it's Moffitt. <laughs> You're just try- I think you're just trying to get me to turn around and watch the game. <laughs> Laugh at me being uncomfortable. Yeah, watching you struggle to turn your head <laughs> 180 degrees is pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys say about the standings? Anything? I mean, looking at the West, everybody's on on a on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Except for except for the Lakers. I'd be uh, worried if I was the Lakers. And I'd be worried about any team that is going to play the Lakers in the playoffs or play in. Well, you know my stance. I think the Pelicans get in, and I think the Warriors get in. I think Memphis loses games and falls out. So Pelicans would be in. Grizzlies would be out. That's what I think. I hope I'm wrong. I'd I'd rather be wrong with this. But realistically, I think that's what it is. Shall see. I got nothing else on the standings. What do you? What do you think Utah is a title contender? Oh, you want to go to the top? Well, I don't think we're going to touch on Utah anymore tonight. Probably not. Yeah, I love Utah and I love Phoenix, and I love Denver. I think any one of those teams is a title contender. Utah is the complete package. When Jingles has good games, they can't be beat. This is true. <laughs> well, it's nice for them to have Rudy Gobert at center who can clean up and 
Yeah. It's like a complete team. I mean, Phoenix is this kind of the same deal where they've got great players at every position, not just LeBron James and Co. Not that I'm not trying to undersell AD, but I think those are really good, complete teams. Well coached, complete teams. Phoenix and Utah. Yeah, they're a title contender. A lot of people are hesitant to say it because they haven't seen it yet. Nobody's seen Utah make it over that next hump, you know. A lot of people like to see it before they can get on board. And then the next year they'll be like, yeah, Utah's a title contender. <laughs> they won it last year. <laughs> I consider, yeah, I do. I consider Utah and Phoenix title contenders, no question. I don't think they're just regular season game teams. Phoenix is rolling, man. Five-game winning streak. Yeah, 538 has Utah as a third most likely team to win the title. Behind probably the defending champs and Brooklyn, maybe? You have Brooklyn, number one, at 18% chance of winning the finals. Clippers, number two, at 17%. Really? Jazz, three, at 15. Nuggets, four, at 13. Bucks, five, at 10%. And then it's 76ers, Lakers, Suns. They have the Celtics still at 2% chance. Huh. Yeah, you say nobody wants to say Utah's a championship contender. They want to see it happen first. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody, they just keep wanting to crown the Clippers, man. Yeah, it's weird. Like, should like the Clippers should have to do something. Did Rondo sway the fucking percentages? <laughs> Ooh. Ibaka? Mm-hmm. Ty Lu. I, I, I guess it Kawhi. Why do people is Paul George is playing well? I guess I don't know. I'm more hesitant with the Clippers than I would be Utah or Phoenix. I think it's just the effect of having the the two superstars on paper. Yeah, maybe. I haven't seen what everybody else is saying. I don't. I just don't know. I don't really care. In my head, I guess maybe I've thought it into existence utah and phoenix man in the west you can't count lebron you can't count the lakers out it's funny though you were reading those percentages off and the lakers felt really low yeah eight percent chance of winning the finals but they're banged up so you don't you don't know if they're going to get back i don't i don't know how they measure that but they'll get back Just like LeBron's hairline's back. Nobody, like, when are people going to stop doubting that dude? <laughs> Just like uh, Anthony Davis's back should beat at the basket. <laughs> uh, Denver's won five straight. Yeah. Interesting to see the, I mean, the Aaron Gordon effect going on there. Hmm. Maybe that's the little spark they need. Mm-hmm. They ain't even got to use Bull Bull. Don't need don't need Bobo. Pull pull MPJ out of that kind of power forward spot. Just let him shoot threes. I feel like that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He wants to be tall Steph. <laughs> Go be tall Steph. I stand behind my Warriors Pelicans nine ten spots. I think the Grizzlies will be in the play-in. Yeah. 
they're just that they have too many good basketball players and they're well coached. That's my homer opinion. I mean, they beat the 76ers last week, which I pretty much counted as a loss. But that's the only uh, loss I had counted for April that they've won so far. Just one. Too early to tell for me with the Grizzlies, but I think they lose a lot of I think they lose a lot of games in April. Maybe. Look, look at that schedule. Maybe. Have you looked at it? I've looked at it. It's tough. I don't know. Looking at looking at seven through ten in the in the Western Conference. If I, I mean, if I had to call right now, I see the Warriors and the Pelicans switch places. Mm-hmm. I think the Warriors fall out. Yeah. Pelicans get in. Maybe seven through ten aren't the same order, right? But sure. Hey, I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Grizzlies do make it because I don't want the season to end. I want to keep going. I've had fun watching those guys, man. Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Tuna Melt's been on fire. Tuna been Tuna been canning that three lately, man. Yes, <laughs> it's been fun. Get it? Can't cannon. Can't can the three. I got it. Cool. <laughs> I just evened it. <laughs> Tuna cans. Tuna cans another three. I can hear it now. And be, it's way better than slow jam. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not going to argue that. <laughs> Jeff, can I have a beer? What do you want? Uh, we got ranch water. I'll take a ranch water. We got Budweiser. I'll take a tiny bomb. You got it. Bo, how are you getting home tonight? <laughs> Kate said she'd come get me or... I just call an Uber. You want me to drive you home later? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> and that Grizzlies truck out there? Get a. <laughs> That's Brian's car. Yeah. <laughs> throw, you, throw you in the bed of the truck. Brian has a uh, custom made Grizzlies wrap that he's got put all around his truck. Yep, that's me. <laughs> if you see him around town. On the driver's side. Give him the, the bird. The driver's door is Jake Sokolitis. <laughs> and on the passenger door is Hamed Haddadi. <laughs> get, get in on the <laughs> Hamed side. I had to I had to get it lifted so that they're so that they're true to size. Got to get the height right on those guys. <laughs> and on the back it's true to size with Dylan Brooks's wingspan. <laughs> wingspan on the uh the, the bed door. Yes, and it says on the bottom, it says, measuring talent. <laughs> <laughs> on the hood, it just has this big Stromile Swift throwing up the the Stro Show. Oh, yeah. With, like, flames behind him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time the Grizz went up, just drive around East Memphis and roll coal. <laughs> <laughs> And when they lose, he hits it with a baseball bat. <laughs> when they lose, I just drive around East Memphis and roll coal. <laughs> uh, Did you see that onion joke about the hmm? Texas man outfits mask with exhaust pipes to roll coal? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you all the picture here. All right. It's really funny. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Was it also the onion that had the uh, 
the face mask with the uh, with the holster in it. I didn't see that, but I like where you're going with that. <laughs> Just got a gun hanging off your face. <laughs> we stopped at this gas station in rural Missouri on the way here, and these we were the only people wearing masks. And the uh, people in the gas station were looking at us, the kids with the mask on. They, I thought they were going to call Child Protective Services on us for having masks on our kids. Yeah. What is that about nobody puts masks on their kids? It's weird. Exemption. I guess. I see it all the time. Speaking of COVID, Jeff. Yes. You gotten your vaccine? I've, I've been like busy. Don't out me, man. Just because I didn't line skip, and then uh, the lines are all full now. Don't vax shame me. Are they actually, full? actually, are, Jeff? I've got the uh, I have the website pulled up right now. Signupgenius.com. What about it? There what? are plenty of appointments for tomorrow. Tomorrow, let's go. Starting do it. at eleven. Will you drive me in case I pass out? I'll drive you. <laughs> I'll drive you. What time are you working tomorrow, Jeff? I'm not. Oh. This is wide open. I go in at I go in at five. And you even have a ride. Wow. He'll hold your he hand. He says that now. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, I can the, the first appointment's at eleven. I can totally be up by eleven. Eleven? Send me the link right now. I'll sign up. On All the right. fucking podcast. All right. Do it. Do it. It's coming. It's not here yet. It's coming. Hurry up. It's coming. What's the score in the game? 77-63. Six minutes left. Baylor, right? Baylor's up. It's a total turn of events. Gonzaga's leading by 20. Big shocker. Baylor has hit far more three-pointers than Gonzaga. Hmm. That's that Muffet dude. One of those Gonzaga dudes is from St. Paul. It's probably the dude with the mullet. No, he's from Kentucky. Those are Kentucky waterfalls. Jeff, I sent the link to your... uh, Yahoo account is that one active? Why, <laughs> Jalen Suggs? Just send it to my phone. It's the one that popped up. Messages. Fuck. And here it's coming. What? Who sends emails? What are you doing? Who writes <laughs> physical notes and prints them out? Well, like. <laughs> well, then I can like cross Good them off point, with my Bo. pen. Who hasn't gotten a vaccine yet? What an idiot. Who doesn't skip the line? Yeah, that'd be me. What do I got to do here? I got to accept these cookies? Uh, I don't think you have to. Man, that dude, what is this location shit. you're signing me up it's for? It's the fucking Pipkin building, dude. Ayaya, whatever his name is, he rolled his ankle bad. Oh, no. Still out there? No, it was ugly. Oh, if he this this game is oh this game's over if he's done he's fucking taking the easy way out man no it was like a reverse it was, oh did he go inside it, out it was bad Suggs had uh early foul trouble too it's not not a good night for the Zags that's too bad I was rooting for Mark View wait a minute Pfizer yeah yeah Pfizer yeah that's, that's the one you want all right you can get the Jansen eleven to eleven thirty sure. I see 49 of 83 slots filled. Right. 11.30 to noon, 29 of 83 slots filled. All right. I got to put my social security number in here. Get that uh, Get that 11.30 to 12. There's less, uh, I mean, there's less 
appointment, so we'll probably get it out quicker. It'll fill up. I'm on maybe. The, I'm on the eleven to eleven thirty. All right. You think I switch switch? No, I think you just keep going. I think you. I think you just keep going until it's booked. I'd like to do it as early as possible. I think. Sure. Can't believe your high pressure tactics. You're shaming me into signing up for this vaccine. Your excuses will would continue otherwise. Probably. I'm busy. I was waiting for the six month mark. I have to rearrange my studio. I do. I've got a free TV from my friend at work. I need to fix it. I do. I have so much to do, including like getting this podcast out tomorrow. I will be out for an hour. We can stop and get lunch. Looks like the Baylor is going to win. Can we go to McDonald's? I want to play in a ball pit. <laughs> you need to wait two weeks after your vaccine before you get in a ball pit. It's asking me if I meet current eligibility requirements. If I don't know those, you do. You do. Everybody's eligible. Are you over 16? I agree. Or I, Yeah, I agreed to whatever. I, I I said yes, I do. So, All right. I'm in. Your parents get it yet? You need to have your dad in the studio do the same thing. 11 o'clock. How early do I have to get there? Uh, they say get there. Um, they say don't be more than an hour early. We'll get there like 30 minutes early. What'd you say about my parents? They get the vaccine? Yeah, they're vaxxed up. Sweet. All right, man. Fuck. Now they know my address and my phone number and my name. Good thing you don't carry around a microphone and camera in your pocket all day. <laughs> That's tethered to your billing information. <laughs> That's that's all a right. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. What are you nervous about? Because I haven't had a shot in, I don't know, 30 years. Well, the first shot, your arm's going to be sore. That's it. The second shot, you'll be a little foggy for about 48 hours. After eh, 24. 24. I'm not really concerned about it. I'm a little disappointed in myself allowing myself to be coerced like this, but okay, it's fine. Good work, Bo. I'm glad we, I'm glad we worked this out. We may or may not have planned this earlier, Jeff. Oh yeah, maybe, <clears throat> maybe not. Did you guys fucking sidebar me. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate it when your asshole friends make you get a coronavirus vaccine? Isn't that the worst when your friends try to peer pressure you into things? <laughs> we just care about you, Jeff. Hey, I'm going to get the bottle of Jameson, Bo, and you're taking one. <laughs> okay. Yeah? No. Huh? I'll take one with you. Yeah. No, you have to. I'd you rather... forced a shot on me, and now I'm forcing forced a, a shot, shot on, on you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's just going to try to get me turned up on Jameson, so I'd sleep through picking him up tomorrow. <laughs> Start cussing a lot and little do you know, sleeping <laughs> in tomorrow. Uh, I get up at seven no matter what, dude. <laughs> do you really? I mean, my alarm goes. I get up at seven. I don't necessarily get out of bed at seven, but I'm up reading my phone. I'd say just from a him getting it, just from a not missing work anymore. Yeah, not having to worry about coming in contact or. Yeah. Well, and all the side effects of getting the damn virus. Mm -hmm. Brain fog. People still get fucked up from this thing. Yeah. From COVID, man. Oh. It, it, about the vaccine. 
Uh, I mean, um, I know I know no. somebody who just who just got it recently. He he thinks he got it the night before he got the vaccine. The vaccine. He was working and he was like, I think somebody up there had it and I got it because he was he was texting me and he's like, Hey, did you feel bad after your first? And I was like, No, was like, my arm was sore for a day, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dude, I feel bad. Damn. And uh, we were supposed to have our fantasy baseball draft and he was like, I think I should go get tested. And he didn't test positive. Oh my god! Like I'm pretty sure I caught it the night before. Where was he? My vaccine. I think he was working. Oh man, that sucks because you can't get the vaccine if you. You're not supposed to, if you have COVID. You're, right? So you you can. It's it just they say that it. Uh, so my neighbors got it over over Christmas, mm-hmm. and they got the vaccine in like February. They said the first shot made them feel awful, and that was why. Mm-hmm. But they had they they were like we knew we weren't supposed to. They said that like you know the effects can be really bad if you still have like strong antibodies. Mm-hmm. They're like we had a shot to get it, so we just got it. You know, because this was before it was available to everybody. They just they had. Somebody was like, hey, we have some. Do you want to come get it? And they're like, yes. Yeah. We're, a, we're a father and a mother. We have three young daughters. Like, you know. Yeah, they said they felt pretty bad for a couple of days. But they had COVID two months before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm glad that you've signed up for your shot, Jeff. Yeah. Now I have to just be there, I guess. No, you're mm-hmm. not, not going to lose your sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears. Looks like they're going to win this one. I'm from fucking Waco, Texas, and I talk like this. So I guess that means Josh is the Buffalo Belly champion. Josh? Josh won that No, no excuse I me. I it was Pat. Pat, excuse Pat, me, Pat. yeah. It's not Josh. It was not Vanelli. <laughs> it's Pat. Excuse me, Pat. Congratulations, Pat. Congratulations. You won nothing. <laughs> I don't know if I want to bet on it. All right. Did he pick? I thought he picked the Zags. Those Baylor dudes look excited. They should be. Yeah, they're about to be national champions. Yeah, they're two minutes away. They just burn clock. Huh. How about that? I'm glad those kids were able to have a championship this year, you know? Yeah. Gosh. So heartbreaking, especially to the guys last year, seniors, that maybe were on good teams and couldn't do this. I know Wiseman... He was so oh. close. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yeah. All right. Brian. Good to see you, Bo. Good to see you, too. Cheers. Cheers. Did you give me the small one? Yes. Why'd you do that? Because you're a pussy. <laughs> Not true. Smooth. Shot for me, shot for you. Let's sign me up for some more fucking shots. <laughs> <laughs> what else is out there? Well, you're not supposed to get another vaccine within two weeks of the of another vaccine. So yeah, we'll schedule it out. We could go do some street drugs. <laughs> That'll be a shot, right? All right. Fill the glasses back up. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, let's get back to it. Let's get into the news. The only thing that I saw in the news this week that was interesting at all, and I know ESPN won't be covering, is Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce went on Instagram Live with a room full of strippers, alcohol, drugs. He was smoking a joint or blunt. Allegedly. Could have been tobacco. Cloves. Could have been anything in there. 
PCP, who knows? <laughs> but ESPN, which is part of the Disney Corporation, let's not forget, has basically dropped, canceled Paul Pierce. I guess rightfully so. He can't be projecting that image. And then the next day show up on the NBA jump with Rachel Nichols, who kind of got dragged into this whole mess a little bit in the comments section. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. People were like, where's Rachel yeah. Nichols? Uh, I got a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but, I mean, let's be honest, it's funny. <laughs> I don't think Paul Pierce realized the consequences of his actions. I don't – He. I don't I, I don't know where I heard this but he apparently like is very flatulent off air which is that's just ridiculous. I mean who farts in front of Rachel Nichols? It's weird. Is that a true story? <laughs> I don't remember I heard heard that but <laughs> are you making this up? I can't I, tell if you're no. fucking with me. See Paul Pierce farts. He's like a frat boy or something. I just don't think he has a yeah, there it is. Is it's it just, like a? Is it like a? It's right here. You medical fart. conditioner? Or is it like a kind of pull my finger kind of thing? It's. I think it's like a, one of those when keeping it real goes ah. wrong situations. Here, it's right here. Paul Pierce is looking there like he owned it. Yeah. And Jalen Rose says Paul Pierce did it and yeah, doing that in front of. Yeah, that's mildly disrespectful, I guess. You're you're at work with your yeah. coworkers. You're supposed to not. You're just supposed yeah. to, yeah. When keeping it real goes wrong. Now it's one thing if it was like him and Jalen in the in the whatever room, yeah, the bathroom, peeing together, playing swords. <laughs> what is that? Just just blatant disrespect for the craft and for the yeah coworkers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You think that you know you've got you've banked this that and the other that you don't need to necessarily behave professionally when that's not true i'm gonna interrupt you the baylor bears have won the national championship that's breaking news you'll hear this in two days <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i mean gonzaga had a good run you know gonzaga probably would have won it last year but just to make it to the championship yeah I th- is, uh, yeah i think they would have won last year i think so just to make it to the championship is a big deal there's nothing to hang your head about. Anyway, back to Paul Pierce's flagellants. I just think that he did. He's not taking this obviously not very seriously. His yeah. image. Well, on one hand, you get the street cred. On the other hand, you don't work for ESPN anymore, and maybe he didn't fucking care. Maybe he doesn't care. Yeah, this. How much money did this guy make in his career? Maybe he's got an opportunity to do his own thing, and this is kind of this is his exit. This is just a way out. Yeah, you know? it, it's interesting timing with Trump's announcement of making his own platform. Maybe he's <laughs> going to do the the sports end on Trump's platform. Is he joining uh, Matt Barnes on Up in Smoke or whatever the fuck they call that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the truth on the Trump Network. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the beginning of something. Maybe he was going out. With some street cred, maybe. I don't know. I just think he was high, and he just doesn't care. Yeah, and I think he didn't have a he didn't have a friend around to go. Hey, don't do that. Yeah, because none of his friends really gave a shit either. Huh. Yeah. Did anybody? I mean, did you guys re- like respect his work on ESPN at all? He just seemed like really half ass. I've never watched it. 
<laughs> I think I watched a little bit, and I did kind of think he was half-assing it and not taking yeah. it very seriously. Yeah, I, I, I honestly thought it was a little weird that he was with Rachel Nichols because I feel like she works super-duper hard and is is great. Yeah, And Paul Pierce is not a good counter to that. Yeah. Well, she's like a real journalist, but she also understands the player point of view that carries weight. I think if it wasn't Paul Pierce, it would have been fucking somebody else in that yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. He's super replaceable, I guess. Well, even Tony Allen, you know, you could put Tony Allen in that position in the Paul like swap Paul Pierce for Tony Allen. And I don't think Tony Allen's gonna go out and Instagram live some strippers and smoke in a joint. I don't think he would ever do that. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could have a a higher opinion on Tony Allen. No, I mean I don't right. I don't think he would Instagram live it. Right. No, you're probably yeah. right. He could text his like core buddies, and his core buddies would not release that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you want it out of his ESPN contract, maybe he would. Hmm. It's an interesting angle that he wanted out, but I'm not surprised it went out like went down like that. And Rachel Nichols is probably relieved to get rid of him. Huh? Maybe. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like if he's doing shit like that around her all the time, and she's probably yeah. If he's just like farting in the studio, the fuck all out time. of here. Yeah. But she's she's so cool, and I really enjoy her work. She's great. Yeah, she's always in a good mood, always positive. She's good with all of her guests. Well, the players and coaches all really like her, and it she gets like great, great stuff from all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. She got she got a bad rap for a minute for I forget who who she asked for maybe asking just like kind of kind of weird questions post game. Mm. I forget the exact situation. I have to look it up, but it seems like a lot of her stuff is like puff pieces. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're great. Everything about you is wonderful. But I mean, it's it's entertainment news. You know, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, she's not a renegade journalist by any means. Right, right. <laughs> Which is why Paul Pierce is not the yeah the appropriate partner for that. Yeah, who would be the uh, maybe slow mo. On with Nichols, yeah. Um, I don't know. Who's I just good? say slow mo because I look like big fan. I think Draymond would be a really good. Well, Vince Carter, Vince yeah. Carter's on there. Yeah, a, Vince Carter, a, a guy like Vince. That's a perfect example. Scotty's Scotty Pippen's been okay mm-hmm. here and there. T Mac's good. Mm-hmm. I like T Mac. Yeah, dudes like that. I just think Pierce is too keeping it real. He's been shot. What, do you get stabbed nine times in a club? Yeah, Chris Wallace was at his bedside. Never missed a game. How, that's enough street cred, dude. Never missed yeah. a game. But he you've, also, done, you've done enough. <laughs> he also had to, he sharted during a game, too. <laughs> Allegedly. To wheelchair. He said that. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom. Wheelchaired off. <laughs> I mean, if I, if I sharted on the floor of a game... <laughs> I'd call for I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like farting around the studio, you know. You know, he could have some autoimmune like Crohn's or something going on, undiagnosed Crohn's disease, and that's why he's got some loose bowel stuff. Huh. He just eats a lot of ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> this man's eating vendor hot dogs all day. Those uh those vending machine cheeseburgers. Can't just whatever gas station's closest to the studio in Bristol, you know. I'm sick of this ESPN just, cafeteria food. I'm going to the gas station. Yeah. He's been up all night. 
I mean, smoking blunts and hanging with strippers. He's like, I'm, I'm late to work. I'm I need something. Grab a hot dog. I need something fatty. We've all been there. We've all had a cheeseburger save our life. I haven't really got anything else to say on it. All right. Um, another piece of news. Yes. Was that Drew Holiday extension, which shouldn't be that much of a surprise. They gave up the farm to get him. Excellent move. Four-year max, 160 for Drew, which he's coming off that monster contract, too. Good for him, man. He's worth it. I'm surprised that didn't happen earlier. Yeah. I agree. Why, why did that? I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I can't. Oh, who knows, man? Who fucking knows? So he's already made $126 million. Now he's going to make 160 on that. In the 24-25 season with a player option, he's going to be making $37 million. Uh, he drew his name the East uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week by the NBA this week. Nice. So he's just having a good week. That's a good fucking week. <laughs> he's 30. Ink the New Deal Player of the Week. All right. He's 30, and he's got a four-year deal. So Age 35, Drew Holiday with yeah. a player option is $36.9 million. Yeah, he'll be taking that. Yeah. You would assume. And then Giannis is going to be, in that season, Giannis is going to be, what, 28-29? Prime Giannis. I know you want to win now with Giannis, but whoa. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Who are they going to be able to afford around him? Or how are they going to unload that contract to make themselves better? Expiring deals are always valuable. Yeah. Somebody, there's always somebody that will bite. Yeah, the Grizzlies probably pr trade Jaron Jackson at that point for that contract. Sign and buy out. Mm -hmm. Save a million dollars. <laughs> but the the problem I foresee is that they will continually... They, they gave up a ton of first-round picks for Drew Holiday, and they're going to keep giving those first-round picks up mm -hmm. as long as they have Giannis. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense to me, 100%. Absolutely. Fuck bringing in new guys. Mm -hmm. No. You surround Giannis with 27-year-olds. There it is. <laughs> Whoever's available. Yeah. The best 27-year-old, you sign them every year. It's my stance, and I'm sticking to it. Any other news? Brian, did you see any news? Yeah, there's been some talks about uh, changes to the rules in 21-22. One that I saw, which, which I'm for, because it's never made any sense to me to begin with. Yes. Um, th and this is from Shams. Uh, the NBA competition committee is considering potential modifications for 21-22, such as evaluating whether to recommend to the board of governors to modify coaches challenge by either awarding a second challenge is, if successful or ensuring teams keep timeout in a successful challenge. So currently, uh, you get charged a timeout when you challenge whether you win the challenge or not. Okay. It's not like the NFL. Well, the NFL, if you challenge. If you're wrong, if you lose the challenge, you lose the timeout. Right. If you win the challenge, I believe you keep, you keep the timeout and you get another challenge. But yeah, that makes sense. If you win the challenge, you should, you should keep your timeout. Yeah. I think the NFL, they get two challenges. I think in the NBA, you should get to throw a flag too. <laughs> Can't be throwing stuff you on should, the court. You should get to throw <laughs> something on the court. Be slipping on them and shit. You should get to throw a flag. Maybe if they had like a confetti boomer. 
No. I think the light is fine. Now you throw your mask. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, throw your mask on the ground. Oh, he looks like he's challenging. (laughs) He's throwing his mask on the ground. That'd be be a Zebo challenge, throwing your headband. (laughs) Right. Getting texts for that. Yeah, every coach has to wear a headband. Or maybe two pairs of pants and one pair is like a button pair. You can just rip them off. Yeah, them like, off. yeah. <laughs> throw, the, throw them off. You can get advertising revenue from that. Yeah, in the NBA, okay. So, yeah, you keep your timeout if you win the challenge in the NBA now. Can you run the revisions by me one more time? Let me scroll. So I was wrong about losing your timeout. Yeah, you lose it if you lose the challenge, much like in the NFL, I think. Either awarding a second challenge if successful or ensuring teams keep timeout in successful challenge. So the wording there makes it seem like you don't keep your timeout if you win the challenge. Uh, From what I remember is you don't lose the timeout watching the games if you win the challenge. But I like the idea of getting another challenge if you win the challenge. Right. I like that. Because there's many games where weird things happen in the middle or the beginning of the game, and it can change the momentum of the game very early on. And I feel like a lot of coaches don't use it because save it, uh-huh. which is smart in my opinion. Yeah, why use your challenge early? Yeah, I think if I think they're trying to make sure that the challenges are being used smartly like not just throwing wild challenges out sure. there like they they want to put pressure on them using them when you think that it's actually warranted like a play actually doesn't look right not just because some player wants to go challenge or mm-hmm. or just to like get an extra timeout or stop the clock or whatever it is they're trying to make sure that the challenges are used for what they're supposed to be used for when the referees actually get the call wrong. Right. And I think adding an extra challenge, if you get one correct, I think they should get another one. Yeah, I like that. Bo, do you like that? Makes sense. Yeah. Because they were right. No reason to. Yeah. Like, let me get another one right. Let me Let me go referee the game for you. So that's all in the talks. Talking. Yeah. Talking. For for next season. Yeah. Or you could just get rid of them all together. There's that too. I like the challenge. Yeah, I don't hate it. They can afford to slow the game down a little bit, I think. They've, it's, not, it's not by much. I mean, they've already cut the shot clock in half on offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. The game moves so fast. There's really no time to, like, look away. And if... If your team's out of timeouts, it's also kind of a mm-hmm. freebie timeout a little bit. Well, you don't get to do a challenge if you're out oh, of is timeouts. That, is that correct? Yeah. It's part of the rules. Mm. Maybe they should change that. I don't know. You don't have a timeout, you don't have a challenge. If you don't have a timeout, you can challenge, but if you lose the challenge, it's a, it's a technical foul. What about that? Oh, yeah. What about, the, what about That's that a deterrent. fucking wild card? <laughs> I like it. It's like calling a timeout when you don't have timeouts. Yeah. Or you let you have to let Chris Wallace make your first round draft pick. <laughs> Chris Wallace. 
Where are you? <laughs> He's sleeping right now. <laughs> He's watching that championship every game. time. <laughs> yeah, if you lose a challenge, you you lose a pick to Oklahoma City Thunder. Just one of your picks just goes to Oklahoma City. <laughs> what do they have like? 34 picks it between makes no now sense. and the next six 26 years. It's, it's insane <laughs> you could say any number and i'd be like yep that's that's <laughs> it that's the amount they have 120 picks <laughs> sure <laughs> all right any other news bo i got nothing uh there was one thing oh the isaiah thomas new orleans yeah 10 day how's that going no Has he clue. played yet? He's not on the injury report, which is good. But he's still working through the league's health and safety protocols. So he has not played yet. He will be available to join the team today on Monday. And he'll possibly be available to play Tuesday, tomorrow, against Atlanta. So did he, did he sign his 10-day today? That's interesting because I don't know. Uh, it's interesting because does it start? No, yeah, he signed it Friday, and then he has to go through health and safety. So yeah, protocol. you would hope so that those you would hope that the health and safety protocol days don't count against his ten day. Yeah, because I mean, you gotta sit out for ten days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably making him wait like three days, you know, and have multiple negative test results. Yeah, he signed Friday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and uh, I guess he'll be able to play tomorrow. Yeah, you would hope he signs and then the ten day starts. Yeah, that would be the the day, game day, game day. You know, that would be nice. But yeah, like, what if you sign a ten day and you test positive? (laughs) Where's my phone? What did you pick him up already? I'm a half a game out of the playoffs. I might pick him up. Uh, I. Went to set my lineup at 6.01. That was pretty great. <laughs> Whoops. And? And uh, left a lot on the bench. Oh, man. When are you going to start setting that thing like two weeks in advance? Uh, oh. Kevin Porter Jr. with a nice 29 and 8. I'm playing MF Brune. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> You're both not making the playoffs. It's like 14th versus 17th. It's pathetic. I've won two weeks. You did pick him up, didn't you, you son of a bitch? You've already picked up Isaiah Thomas. No, I haven't. I don't have anybody to drop. My team is so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, who am I going to drop? Duncan Robinson or Desmond Bain? Hang Those on. are my Jingles? worst players. Jingles? Jingles is one of my best players. You wanted to get rid of him so early. I wanted to trade him, not drop him. You thought about dropping him. Yeah, he wanted to trade him to me for Ja Morant. Yes, he did. I would have packaged it with R.J. Barrett. I tried to trade Jingles and R.J. Barrett all season. Nobody wanted them. Either one of them. They're both good. I probably should have taken it. Probably. And then I would be, I would have a chance then to win. Then you would be 17th. I would have a chance to win. I don't think my team's strong enough to win. It's just like Dario Saric, ugh. Cameron Payne. Ugh. I might drop campaign for IT too. 
I have Denzel Valentine on my team, which is just uh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> There's no one on the waiver wire. I don't care. I'm in 14th place. It's over. I mean, I don't think the the Pelicans aren't gonna. Uh, they're not gonna plug him in and play him a bunch of minutes. But if he plays well, somebody else will pick him up. He's not gonna play. You don't think so? No. Who's your backup point guard? Is that that Kira Lewis? Who would you rather have, Isaiah Thomas on potential or Cameron Payne from Phoenix as a backup? I guess I'd take IT. Who do you think, Bo? I guess IT as well. Really? Pick him up. Keep him. Pick keep him up. Keep him. Whatever. Whatever. Keep campaign. Don't. I wouldn't pick up Isaiah Thomas, actually. He's a 10 Campaigns per 36 minutes is 14 points a game, eight assists, five rebounds. But sometimes it gets like 12 minutes a game. That's the problem. What's Should the matter over there? Did, you, did your wallet fall off your phone? No, it's still on there. I'll just leave it here tonight, the whole thing. <laughs> I got a new wallet. Oh, I thought it was going to be connected to your cell phone. <laughs> No, it's nice. tiny. Is it Velcro? Is that a Batman wallet? No, I wish. You can look <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got a magnet in it? No, it's, it was a $10 terrible wallet. See, this is what I need. I need a cheap little, like, this is, oh. What's in there? Topo Designs. Nothing? Credit, credit card and cash. There's a lot of Bitcoin in there. <laughs> it's totally my wallet now. It is a Batman wallet. Yeah, I got one of these. Ah. And uh, Jeff was like, oh, so cool. So you lose your phone and your wallet at the same time. <laughs> I was like, that'll never happen. And then the, this is the same day I left my phone at work. Oh, man. <laughs> he had to come back up there for it. I came back up here. and I, was, I just walked in the door and Jeff's laughing. I was like, don't fucking say it. <laughs> He's like, you leave something? <laughs> Fuck you. Look at that. I want to spread my shit. Oh, out. Minnesota. Mountain man. I look like this Unabomber. Absolutely. <clears throat> alert, alert. Flag, oh, flag, oh, flag. You're younger than me. Hmm. Doesn't look it. Graduated high school in not 78 like you did. <laughs> 2000. This is old man stuff here. What was your high school graduation class, Jeff? Couldn't tell you. What it was it supposed to be? <laughs> Don't you dare insinuate that I didn't graduate college. I have a GED. College. High yep. school. Either one. I just asked what your class was supposed to be. No, it's, uh, who cares? It was supposed to be Woodshop. I don't remember. Were you 03? What's your year of birth? 83? Yeah. April 83. Shoot him in um, 2001. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. One of those. My sister is December 83, and she's would have been 02, but she got held back one year. So she's 03. Ah, so yeah. you, you 01. Yeah, that's right. Pre-9-11. Totally. I was working. Where were you? I was also working. I'm just kidding. I don't really care. Yeah, let's not go there. Where were you? 
when those planes hit those buildings. <laughs> where were you? What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, here's a video of uh, Paul Pierce posted a video. <coughs> About what? <clears throat> Paul Pierce reacts to hmm? being fired by ESPN. He posted a video? It's the last la- thing. He's he- laughing and it says hashtag smile. He's leaning in. He don't care. He's still drunk. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit, dude. Yeah, yeah he's like, still partying. Yeah. It's like they talked me into doing this job. I don't even. I never even wanted it. <laughs> you think I like waking up and putting yeah. fucking makeup and a suit on? You think I want to be in Connecticut? <laughs> <laughs> you think I was enjoying this? It was starting to feel like a job. I'd rather do other things, yeah. obviously. He wants to host a podcast. Or just sponsored by Hennessy. Maybe he just wants well, to be we, don't we all? <laughs> if he joins up in smoker, what is it? Is that what it's called? Which Matt, one? Matt Barnes. That what? one's up in smoke. The uh Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles is uh, Knuckleheads. knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he joins one of those podcasts, it'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't think he wants to do anything. Let's move along. Let's keep it moving, huh? Pit game time? Yeah, pretty much. I'd like to look for a second at whether or not our team we're watching to see if they can win a game this week, won a game this week. It's Minnesota. They won a game. They beat the Knicks by one point. They lost to the Nets, Grizz, Sixers. Barely beat the Knicks, but they beat the Knicks. It's a good win. Yeah. They won tonight, even though it's a new week. Who they play? The Kings. The Kings. Okay. Fair. Good win for them. Did D'Lo play? I heard he was going to play. Restricted minutes. Probably like 10, 20 minutes. Did D'Lo play this week? D'Angelo Russell played 24 minutes. Plus eight. Yeah. And how many minutes? 24 minutes. He had 25 points on 19 shots. Oh, hey. And they won. He did all that shooting and they won. <laughs> all right. He led the team in shots off the bench. All right. Things are looking up, maybe. Well, Beasley's out for the rest of the season, basically. Yeah, I saw that. They got... Indiana, Boston, Chicago for the rest of the week. Good luck. Those are not the Kings. The Kings teams. So how many wins are they up to now? 13 and 38. Your Minnesota Timberwolves. Hey, they've won six games since the coaching change. That's only one less than they had for the whole season before Coach Finch. They're on a one-game winning streak. That's good. (laughs) Next up. I think it's time to get to the pick game of the week. (laughs) (laughs) It was the Miami Heat versus the Indiana Pacers in Indiana. What we said last week when we were picking the game, we said these are fundamentally sound teams, well-built teams. It seemed like we were all pretty excited and interested to watch this game. We were. I think we were. Brian even bought the game. Brian bought the game. He's just a shopaholic. He didn't watch it. He just bought it. I bought it. I was, thinking, I was thinking I could flip it for more money, more money later than the line. 
<laughs> you got to hold on to that game moment. Yeah. A couple of years, I could sell that thing for six bucks. Another reason we chose this game was both teams had the same amount of losses. We were thinking maybe Oladipo revenge game. Uh-uh. Oladipo did not play. Apparently, he's still getting back from his foot injury or had some head cold or something. I don't know. He didn't travel to Indiana. We were thinking maybe this is like a Eastern Conference statement game. Maybe. Indiana had won the first two games of the three-game series against Miami. So, yeah, Miami had maybe a little something to prove there. The spread on the game was Miami favored by a point and a half. The game was in Indiana at the Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Banker's Life and Casualty is a subsidiary of CNO Financial Group. Now, here's something that's kind of interesting. The Fieldhouse announced on March 13, 2018, that CNO had decided not to renew its naming sponsorship, which expired June 30, 2019. So you're telling me the naming rights are for sale for the Indianapolis Fieldhouse? The deadline for the 20-year naming rights deal with CNO Financial Group expired June 30th, 2019. The Pacers Sports and Entertainment Executives confirmed, however, that the building will continue being called Banker's Life Fieldhouse. Not something like the Fieldhouse or Pacers Fieldhouse until new naming rights sponsor is found. So they're just calling it the Banker's Field House or whatever it is. They're so, getting, so they're getting free naming rights? Yeah. Nobody's paying for it. Hmm. They're just they're not going to change it until they get a new sponsor, apparently. Which is kind of interesting. Banker's Life Fieldhouse is what it was. Maybe that's uh, a deal they had because they were such a long-term sponsor. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. They haven't had a... Nobody stepped up, bought the rights. It's been a, been a tough couple of years. Right. CNO Financial Group, it's like a health and life insurance company, as well as retirement solutions for middle-income Americans. At CNO Financial... They're always looking forward to the security and stability they create for their customers and the growth they create within their company. So it's a rotten investing in insurance company. Yeah, but I'm sold. Yeah. It's a publicly traded company. It's a great tagline. As soon as I realized that they're not spending money on uh, naming rights, I... Uh, I looked up their stock. It's 25 bucks a share. It's, it's pretty stable. doesn't really fluctuate much. I bought some. Of course. <laughs> I invested a pretty heavy chunk of change in it. I feel like they're managing their money responsibly. That's <laughs> all so I'm in. I looked up their Twitter account. It's super boring. There's nothing funny or interesting at all on there. Solid company. No strippers. Nothing. No blunt smoking. <laughs> no Paul Pierce at all. Sold. Yeah, bought some. So I'm an investor in CNO Financial Group. <laughs> Interesting though, huh? Isn't it? I've never heard of a 
arena can keeping its sponsor name after the rights are up. Like, I don't get it. Just continuity, I guess. I guess continuity or good faith for yeah. future investors. Yeah. Interesting. Or advertisers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. No clue. Our bad business. Yeah. Or they just didn't want to pay to rebrand everything. Right. There's another thing. If Pat was here, he'd be like, well, you know that sign's going to cost $250,000 to change. Why Why rebrand for a year or two? Yeah. Well, they just don't renew. And maybe there's a, maybe you're right, like good faith, like maybe there's a plan to do it in the future when the economy comes back or whatever. Look, the game was, it was supposed to be Sabonis versus Adam Bayo. That was what it was supposed to be. I thought it was a great Eastern Conference game for us to cover. I really did. There was no Kendrick Nunn for Miami, no Victor Oladipo for Indiana, uh, no TJ Warren for Indiana. Seemed like kind of a defensive juggernaut game. Miami is sixth in defensive rating. Indiana's 11th. Those are high defense teams. Trevor Ariza, the new guy from Miami, he suited up and started. Karis LeVert was out there, our first real look at him. He's wearing that number 22 out there. What was Karis's, how, how, what kind of game did Karis LeVert have? I know he had four steals, 14 points, 32 minutes. Pretty good game there. Six assists. Yeah. He's a solid contributor. I think he's still kind of uh, learning the Indiana system, learning his teammates. He's probably still trying to get back to 100%. Yeah, maybe a little bit of that. But those are solid numbers, though. Those are Karis LeVert numbers. Yeah, he's doing a little bit of everything. He's probably a little better than that. Yeah, I would say so. I would say that's... uh, Hey, 0 for 4 from 3. I'd say there's room for improvement. He'll probably get better, I think. Miles Turner, he's a beast for Indiana. Can we all agree on that? Yes. We like him? Definitely. Yeah. That's obvious, I think. At the time of the game, Sabonis is fourth in the league in minutes played. Fifth in total rebounds. Demontis Sabonis. Here's an interesting one. TJ McConnell for Indiana. He leads the league in steals. How about that? What? He had zero steals this game. Yeah, he leads the league in steals. He had a 10-steal game. It's crazy. Jimmy Butler's eighth in steals. Drew, uh, sorry, Justin Holiday for India's 16th. Miles Turner leads the league in blocks. Sabonis has some issues, though. Like, everything I love about Sabonis, he does have some faults, I think. He's eighth in the league in turnovers, third in the league in fouls. Miles Turner is fourth in fouls. These things cannot be good for Indiana. Now, some would say, well, he's high in turnovers because he plays a lot of minutes which he's fourth in the league. But 
I don't think uh, I don't think these two things have to coexist. Like you're gonna have tons of possessions and a lot of minutes, so I guess you're turning the ball over. I don't think they have to coexist. They do not always go hand in hand. There are some players in the league that it does go hand in hand. You get Julius Randle, Nikola Jokic, Russell Westbrook, and Luka Doncic. All of those players are top 20 in turnovers and top 20 in minutes per game. It's only four or five guys. So it's it's not always the case. Sabonis is seventh in the league in rebounds per game. Bam, Adam Bio is 13th. Let's get into the game a little bit. Now that I've rattled off some stats for you to kind of set the mood. Let's do it. I watched the Pacers broadcast. Bo, did you watch the game? I did. You did. Brian, did you catch this one? I know you bought it. Did you watch it? Did you wear it? I bought the game. <laughs> I tried to watch the game. You having trouble enjoying it? Was that the deal? Having some technology issues at the house. So you saw some of it. I watched as much as I could on my phone. Yeah, that's not that's a good not way. a great experience for it's not fun for watching watch. and taking notes. It's not fun to watch a game on your phone. Yeah, you watch a game on your phone if you're like at the airport or something, you know. And it's just on. And you need to watch the game. That's all right. Look, we've got to get something straight. You guys got to watch big games. <laughs> That's our one thing we lean on every week. I'm sorry, Jeff. I tried. Yeah, you tried. I paid two dollars. <laughs> you just like the idea of buying it. Like a chop chop moment. It's an investment. You don't own the game because you bought it. <laughs> yeah, I do. I own, I own that moment. You can sell the game now, right? I, I, I will try. I'll trade you the game for a for your slow mo top Ooh. shot. <laughs> oh, don't, might, don't might do be it. worth it. Don't do it. Bro. Don't do it. Okay. Well, I watched the Pacers broadcast. I actually watched the first quarter of each broadcast just to see which broadcast I wanted to watch. I decided I was enjoying watching the Pacers broadcast better, so I went with that one. I like Quinn Buckner. He was really good for Indiana. Quinn Buckner is a 6'3 point guard from Illinois. <laughs> he played one season with the Indiana Pacers, but he's known in the community because he played college basketball for the Indiana University Hoosiers. He was selected by the Milwaukee Bucks with the seventh pick of the 1976 NBA draft. He had a 10-year NBA career. He was on the Celtics team in 1984 that won a NBA championship. He is one of Eight players in NBA history to win an NCAA championship, an NBA championship, and an Olympic gold medal. He was also a state champion while playing high school basketball in Illinois. He coached the Mavericks for one year, 93 to 94. He played uh, under Bob Knight at Indiana University. This guy's a legend. He was good. 
on the broadcast. I really enjoyed him. I think he's a boss. I really like listening to him on the call. It was a lot of fun. I think I, if I ever watch an Indiana game in the future, like that's the way I'm going to go. It's a pretty fast-paced first quarter. Miles Turner is doing work defensively, offensively. I found out Demontis Sabonis' nickname is Domas. Buckner was calling him Domas the whole game. Sounds a little too close to dumbass if you ask me, but I didn't make up the nickname. Mr. I can know all I could think about every time he said Domas was, I'm your man, Mr. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid fucking commercial. <laughs> Bo, did you have any uh, takeaways or impressions in this game? I thought Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo started out a little slow in the first quarter. Duncan Robinson, he was good. He had a good game. In the first half, nailing some shots. <laughs> dropping them. Yeah, I mean. And I think he was kind of the primary trade piece that was thrown out there by the Miami Heat. They didn't want to give up Hero. They wanted to, maybe if they had to part with one of their young guys, it would have been Duncan. Yeah. And think, it, You think he's got something to prove? I think so. Or maybe... Something to prove or the pressure's off a little bit. Well, Duncan would have made sense because he, he I think he's a restricted free agent next season. Yeah. So how much is he going to be worth? Probably a lot. Makes sense for him to be a trade piece, I think. Well, it's amazing that, that we've talked about this, but the Heat were able to get Oladipo for nothing, basically. Yeah. He didn't play in this game, but... He has since played for Miami, and he's he's working his way back. Apparently, he's he went on the record and said that like his foot that was hurt or whatever he's it's it's like weak. He's still trying to get strength back. Like one leg is stronger than the other. I think Oladipo is going to be big for that team. Well, and he trains in the off season in Miami, hmm. so there mu- it must have been some. Agent trickery to get him to Miami like that. Yeah, Oladipo. Houston just said, all right, well, we've, we've done this agent a solid. I don't, I don't know who his agent is, but probably something like that. Houston just said, all right, let's 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 keep losing and make this agent happy. Houston's all in on Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. And losing. And losing. <laughs> They're going to lose for several years. With all the picks they've given up. Several decades. Houston, yeah. Probably 10 years at least. They're going to be just a loser. I'll be surprised if they're not. I mean, they've dug themselves a hole. Let's see. Back to the game. Tyler Hero and Precious Achua were the first guys off the bench for Miami. For Dragic and Bam after about six minutes. That seemed like a planned substitution to me. I, I, I didn't see any reason for those guys to be subbed out so early like that. Like Indiana didn't counter with any subs. I think they just wanted to arrest those guys early in the game. For Indy, TJ McConnell and Doug McDermott were the first players off the bench. And I found something interesting about that is both of these players, TJ McConnell and Doug McDermott, who are big-time bench contributors for Indiana, 
will both be unrestricted free agents after the season. So that's two primary bench holes that Indy's going to have to fill next season. I thought that was pretty interesting. One guy that I think Indiana plans to use to plug that hole is Edmund Summer. He's an end-of-the-bench guy really right now. He's 15 minutes per game this season, 15 minutes this game. He's 25. He's a 52nd overall draft pick from 2017 after three years at Xavier University. 6'4 combo guard. I think he's trying to become like a solid outside threat. He's up to 38% this season from three, up from 26% last year. So the kid's working hard. I think they like him. He's been in and out of the G League his entire career. He's number five out there if you're looking for him. Sumner had a good game a couple weeks ago against Detroit. He had 15 minutes. 18 points, 13 of those coming in the fourth quarter. He made four of six from downtown. So the kid's looking pretty good. He's shown improvement. I think he could be somebody that fills one of those holes for Indy next year if he continues to work and get better and his team option is picked up, which I assume it will be for like 2.3 mil. Let's see. Indy was up after the first quarter, 28 to 23. I had fun watching the game. What did you guys think? I mean, not you, Brian, but Bo, did you enjoy the game at all? Were you enjoying watching it? I did enjoy it. It was a little low scoring. Miami shot poorly, and so did Indy. Not Duncan Robinson. No, Duncan. Duncan was a six of eleven, six of eleven from three, plus seventeen. Pretty solid. Pretty impressive mm-hmm. for trade bait. He's good. I think you're dead on about him being a trade piece. I don't, I don't know. Uh, he's probably a very fucking sought-after player in free agency, and they're going to have to match it or let him go. It'll be interesting to see what, what happens with him on the restricted market. So we just f- finished watching that national championship game where Baylor hit a bunch of threes, and Gonzaga did not. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that the Pacers hit 11 three-pointers and the Miami Heat hit 10 and the Heat won? Hmm. That's not normal in this year's NBA. Yeah, those are low percentages. Yeah, I mean, these are two teams that kind of live in the paint a little bit. Yeah, with Jimmy Butler and Bam and then obviously Sabonis Mm -hmm. and Turner. Yeah, Yeah, Jimmy Butler does not... uh, shoot threes we covered that in the last like a couple episodes ago that jimmy butler's only hit a handful of threes all year the pacers had a double digit lead in this game too which is kind of nuts that they let it go there was a stretch in the game towards the end where andy just couldn't score and jimmy butler's out there doing jimmy butler things it looked like team confusion it looked like they didn't they weren't playing cohesively Indiana down the stretch of this game. That was like my main takeaway from the game was that they just weren't on the same page. It looked like uh Sabonis was kind of frustrated a few times. I'm looking right now just at the team stats. I mean, a big discrepancy is fouls. 
Indy was called for 23 fouls. Miami was called for 14. Miami had 28 free throw attempts, and Indiana had 12. That's a pretty big margin there. Is that the difference? Did it come down to free throw shooting in this game? You could say. Brian, what are you seeing? You seeing anything in the box scores or any is there anything you can contribute? We were talking about Duncan Robinson shooting threes earlier. You know, we we know that he went six for eleven. Yeah. Miami took thirty two threes in this game. Duncan Robinson shot eleven of them. And just scrolling down and looking at Indianapolis. Drew Holiday and Malcolm Brogdon both shot. They shot eight free throws apiece and both hit one apiece. Free throws? Three pointers. I'm Threes. sorry. Did I say did I say free throws? Yeah, yeah. Three pointers. <laughs> Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Those shot eight. eleven and hit six. Yeah. Those twelve percent three pointer shooters, Justin Holiday. And Brogdon doesn't usually shoot that bad, but those that's not looking good. It's an off night for Brogdon. Yeah. Karras was 0 for 4. Bad shooting, bad three-point shooting, really, from Indiana, it looks like. But Doug McDermott continues to be so efficient, man. Like, I really like him. I think he's going to be a... He shot five threes and hit four of them. I think he's going to be a big-time free agent this year. I mean, he's another tall wing that can they can shoot it. Yeah. Similar to Duncan Robinson. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just looking at the box score, that seems to be a big discrepancy there. You know, that seems like the Miami hit their threes and mm-hmm. the Pacers didn't. They, they, I mean, they both didn't really shoot well. It was Duncan shot well. <laughs> yeah, Reza went 0 of 3 from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler went 0 of 2. Kind of surprised that he shot two threes. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ariza, though, for Miami. Yeah, if he can play, if he can get on the court. Yeah, he's he's starting. He's getting good minutes. Even with Oladipo back after this game, Ariza's still starting. They've moved Dragic to the bench, which is just more Jimmy Butler point guard. Ariza's getting about 25 minutes a game. It's perfect for him, it seems like. Um, he's a guy whose value really shows up in the uh, in the playoffs. Ariza, in the yeah. regular season. Hey, it's a veteran. Playoff Ariza Rondo. I mean, uh, between Ariza and Butler and Oladipo in the playoffs, I mean, that's a pretty solid one through three. You've got Iguodala playing defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have Hero and Robinson. Miami's pretty stacked. Dragic. Yeah, they're I bet good. they really wish they had Aldridge to pile on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Gasol gets bought out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They could sign Pau Gasol. He's 40-something. <laughs> Lakers ain't giving nothing away right now. As much injury shit they're going through. Drummond already got hurt. Looks like my ride's here, boys. Your ride's here? Yeah. You're serious. All right. <laughs> well, what'd you think? Get out of here. I don't want to leave. I'll walk you out. You got to go. You got to go. I get it. It's fine. Thought you were going to hang out. <laughs> I can't hang out till 1 a.m. All right, Bo. He's a family man, Jeff. I get it. I understand. You can't come strolling home on an Uber. <laughs> I actually looked, and there were none. None? The whole city? It looked bad. All right. It's fine. Fair enough. Hey, pack it up. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but thanks for coming over, man. It was fun. Sorry to cut out early and miss the pick game selection. No, it's fine. It's no big deal. The podcast will go on. It will. <laughs> With or without you guys. <laughs> thanks for having me in the studio. Yes, sir. It's good to see you, buddy. Yeah. Let's put a pan in it. I'll walk you out. Yeah. All right, Bo's gone. Bo is gone. I don't know where we left off. This game, uh, it felt like a traditional game. It was uh, 45 to 43 at the half. It felt like, like an old school game. Solid defensive teams playing basketball. Yep, Warren's out for the season. He had surgery in January. Oladipo's kind of on his way back. He's not what he is yet. But real, I think real bummer he didn't play in this game. I know we were we talked for about it. that the Oladipo and right. Levert and get the, all the new guys in and we were looking for it. I think he'll be huge for Miami when he is a hundred percent though. I think he's going to be a big piece for them. Big piece. One thing that I noticed that I felt like kind of changed the course of the game was Miles Turner got five fouls with six minutes left in the third quarter. He didn't get them all at once. Like, he built up to his fifth foul? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a kind of an ouch moment for Indy. They had to sit him halfway through the third. That's not good. No. Starting big man. And then Sabonis left with some injury with three minutes left in the third quarter. So now they're down two bigs. Double ouch. I guess it was a left quad contusion. He came back in the game, though, and he finished. And now a word from Bell Tire. TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell is a feisty little fucker, isn't he? You like him? I like his game. I liked him in uh I liked him in Philly. Yeah. I like Scrappy. his Scrappy. Yeah, he's, I like his hustle and his energy. Uh, I mean, he's on the Brian Clark lunch pail all-star team. Yeah, no doubt. He should be a free agent after this season. Somebody's going to pick his ass up. A contender. I don't think he's a starter. I think his role is best as a reserve. Bringing the energy off the bench. Agreed. I like him. Him and Jimmy Butler both uh, bringing the intensity in this third quarter for sure. Pacers led 67-65 after three. We're headed to the fourth quarter. Indiana's just had problems this season with injuries. Miami had a slow start with injuries and COVID issues, but they're coming on the other side. They're coming up the other side of it now where it's all coming together, whereas Indy's just kind of seems like they're in limbo with dealing. I mean, not having T.J. Warren is kind of a big deal for them. I mean, that's almost $12 million off your books for the season. It's a lot of cash, and he's 27. I mean, he should be your one of your best players. He's 27 years old. He's 27. I like this indie team. If you look at their 
best players. Karis LeVert's 26. Sabonis is 24. Miles Stern's 25. Malcolm Brogdon's 28. Jeremy Lamb, who they're also missing, is 28. Doug McDermott, 29. TJ McConnell, 29. They've got a lot of players right in that sweet spot. Right in that mid to late 20s. It's perfect. They've only got a few years to make this work in Indiana. But as long as they have Miles Turner and Sabonis, I feel like those guys are still in their mid-20s. That's a good team with that front court. Yeah, they built their team really well. I think so. Which is why I like watching them. And why, like, why I would call that a good pick game. It's not a marquee game, but it's a team that I'm very interested in. Really fun to watch. I enjoyed it. This may sound like an obvious observation, but I think Miami's the better team this season of the two. Yeah, I don't think anybody would question that. Probably next season too, though, but maybe not. I mean, it depends what Miami does in the offseason. Udonis Haslam is on the last year of his deal. I feel like every year he's on the last year of his deal. I mean, there was a game earlier this season where they showed him on the bench and I thought he was coaching. (laughs) I didn't realize he was still playing. (laughs) I mean, no disrespect, but he has been in Miami forever. It's like 20 years. Seriously. It's like 20 years. What will they do without him? I don't think anybody else is going to sign him. He probably just slides over a seat into the coaching staff. I mean, you would think. Probably. Or into the broadcast booth. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really heard him speak. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he takes Paul Pierce's spot. Oh. Maybe. He's well respected in the league. I mean, you you don't you know any of those players, you know, the the Heatles, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, LeBron mm-hmm. James, they all respected Haslam a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I you don't find players in the NBA that have anything bad to say about them. No. But you can't play forever. No. You can get paid a long time. Clearly. But you can't play forever. He's forty years old. He's played 858 games. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, 17 or 18 years he's played. This season, I don't think he's played at all. I can't imagine he has. I think he played four games last year, 10 the game the season before. Why? Why is he there? I mean, Pat Riley's not an idiot. Obviously, he he has a reason to keep him around. It's like the locker room. He sees something in him, yeah. He's like the locker room dad. Yeah. (laughs) uh, He makes sure everybody stays hydrated. He's the back of the bus coach. Um, Maybe he's really good at cutting up orange slices for them (laughs) to have after the game. Yeah, the Heat lose his contract and uh, Oladipo. Uh huh. Oladipo is 
unrestricted. And we spoke about this last week about how maybe maybe the Heat thought that they had a better chance of re-signing Oladipo than they did Kyle Lowry. And that's why they went with Oladipo. And that's why Kyle Lowry didn't move. Yeah, and that makes sense. Looks like he will resign there. I mean, but you put him in a room. With, put him in a room with Pat Riley and all those rings. You know, <laughs> who knows though? I don't know. Yeah, at the end of the day, he's going to do what's best for him. I feel like Miami's a. I mean, they have a culture of winning. They, they're. I think they're a team that free agents do want to go to. The vet team that wins. It's stacked up. It's not going anywhere. They're in the. They're always in the mix. You know. Yeah, they may not be a contender every year, but they're always in the mix. I mean, I don't think were they considered a contender last year. I don't feel like they were in the East to begin the season. You know, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think anybody said contender. They just, they just do a lot of things right. Once they got Iggy, it was kind of looking like they were trying to build something that could go deep in the playoffs. Sure, it felt like. They got some uh, team options coming up, Miami. Dragic and Iggy are both team options. And then they have all these qualifying offers, which is basically restricted free agency. Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn. But, yeah, they've got a lot coming off the books, though. They'll have money to sign Oladipo. They've got, like, almost $50 million coming off the books and bam's locked up long term jimmy butler's got a couple more years left yeah i mean that's two almost superstars that's two stars mm-hmm. but they did lose that lamarcus aldridge they did lose the battle for that so they're not the which is too bad i mean they're not a top Maybe we'll say top five destination. Like they're not the number one destination. I mean, they don't have Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And Blake Griffin. <laughs> they're still paying Ryan Anderson, Miami. Is. <laughs> they're still paying him $5 million next year. Ryan Anderson. They bought him out, I think, right? They had to have. I think so. The game, the game, the game. Let's get back to it. Let's see. Miles Turner comes back in the game with five fouls with about five minutes left in the game. Miami was up three at this point. I think it was the first time Miami took a lead late in the game. Miami started pulling away a little bit in the fourth quarter. And then Indiana just stopped scoring. Really, that's what it was. It's the Pacers just stopped scoring. First, it was just like six possessions in a row. They're taking all these jump shots. And I'm watching the game, and I'm like, why is Malcolm Brogdon taking all these jump shots? And they're facing this front court in Miami, which was like Igladala and Bam playing in the middle. You've got Miles Turner and Sabonis down there, and they're just not getting the ball. It was very weird. You said Miles Turner had five fouls. Maybe they were worried about. But, dude, feed the guy the yeah. ball. Like, and I think at that point, Sabonis had four fouls. 
Yeah, I think so. But foul out. Yeah. Don't just go and lose. True. Take your chances. That's what I would say. Sabonis was just not getting the ball. It looked like the Pacers were scrambling a lot on plays. Like it just didn't look com- didn't look like they had composure. It was a minute left in a game, and the Pacers hadn't scored since six minutes left in a game. Ouch. Ugh. Finally, Karis LeVert scored again after being the last player to score with five minutes left in the game. Like, finally. <laughs> Miami's great defensively, but they're not this great. No. I mean, that's maybe that's just the difference between a Indiana Pacers team and a team that went to the finals last year. I think Indy just fucked up. Yeah. I think Brogdon was taking ill-advised jump shots. At one point, you saw Sabonis chirping at the bench. I think he was talking to the coaches about giving me the damn ball, mm-hmm. some shit like that. I think that was real. I thought it was silly with all the jumpers, the mid-range and threes Indy was shooting. It didn't make no damn sense. I felt like Indy just gave this one away. Miami's up five with 17 seconds left. Indy continues to just not score. It was a pretty uneventful finish. Miami won 92 to 87. Indiana blew the lead. They gave this one away. I don't think it was really about Miami's solid defense in this one. I don't think it was. I still enjoyed the game, though. I had a good time watching it. It felt like a game from maybe five, six years ago. Not today's high-scoring, high-volume game. Like a 90s NBA game? (laughs) I guess. 92 to 87. You just don't see much of that these days. Any last thoughts, Brian? Anything you want to say on it? No, I wish I'd been able to watch the game. (laughs) You can. Maybe I would say don't wait till the last minute. Maybe. Which is what I did. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the game a couple times. I don't know. I watched it one night earlier this week. I was like, I'm not retaining any of this. <laughs> I had to go back and rewatch it. Gotta watch it again. Yeah, I had to. I do that often though. There's it's not unusual for me to watch a a pick game two, three times. What do you do on the second and third viewing? I mean, do you watch like a condensed game? Do you do you go back and watch the entire game again or no, I watch the whole thing. And I look at like uh matchups. I like to see who's guarding who. At different points in the game. I like to look at substitution patterns. Just everything. I try to absorb as much as I can. And I just make little notes. But whatever. I don't know. I feel like I learn more about team systems. And maybe how players react to different situations. The more I watch the game. It's one game that we have to watch. It's just one game. It's only one game. It's just one game. Just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, that's it for the pick game, for sure. Before we get to picking a game next week, do you want to do any Grizzly stuff? or? I mean, you know, 
the Grizzlies did well this past week. They played four games and won three of them. So 75% good for the Grizzlies. Winning percentage. We were recording last week when they beat Houston. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Jazz. Lost to the Jazz. It's expected. It's a scheduled loss. Then they uh, beat both Timberwolves. Uh-huh. And then beat the Sixers, which was a Sunday night. That was a that was a good win. That's, that's a good a, win. Even even minus Embiid, that's a good win. That's a surprising win. I like that win. They're going to need a lot more of those kinds of wins in April. Going to need Jaron back. Going to need a Justice Winslow to play some games. <laughs> just just play some games. <laughs> yeah. At what point are you being too cautious with your players? I think I'd settle for like even just every other game at this point with Justice. It's frustrating as a fan to watch players sit out when I don't think the players feel like they should be sitting out. Next week's schedule is a little tough. Where do you get a load of this? Tuesday, Miami. Ugh. It's tomorrow. Wednesday, Atlanta. Who's... Above 500, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Friday, Knicks. Sunday, Indiana. Four games next week. It'll be tough. They're playoff teams in the Eastern Conference. Those are good teams. Are the Grizzlies good? You think they're good? No, I don't. You think the Knicks are good? I do think the Knicks are good. Yeah, those are going to be tough. Those will be interesting to watch. I'm interested to see if they can beat the if they beat the Knicks and Indiana. Maybe I change my tune on the Grizz. Agreed. I don't. I don't think the Grizzlies are bad. I just think they're not a, a good team. Yeah, the Grizzlies have a decision to make this offseason. They've got a club option on Justice Winslow. Oh, thirteen million dollars. What's he like? Twenty four. You hope that maybe he can sign He up. ain't playing like he's 27. <laughs> What's his next contract look like? That's a team option? Is that right? It's a club option. Yeah. So he's 25 years old. Obviously, they'll take that. I think they take it. You think they take it? Yeah, I think uh, Memphis takes that in faith that he'll sign with them again. But Jesus, how much do you pay him? Dylan Brooks money? I mean, he's got to play. I like him as a player when he's healthy, but he's just it just seems like he's not healthy yeah. often enough to help you out. I want to. I don't want to sit here and just be negative about the guy or just slander him. But uh, when he's on, he's on. I mean, I've seen him, we've seen him play against the Grizzlies with Miami. Yeah, and he's looked incredible. How much do you pay a guy that gets you ten, four, and four, ten, four, and three? And is he cutting into DeAnthony Melton's time? I like Melton more. Yeah. Tuna. I don't know if we need him. And if he's going to be more than $12 million a year after this, like say you pick him up as a team option, hoping that he signs again with the Grizzlies for like another deal. Like is it worth $12 paying him million? $13 million a year? Yeah, I don't know. Or are you just moving guys up? Or 
are you looking at the free agency pool and saying, who's 27 and the best? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go out there and win. <laughs> Let's go get Doug McDermott instead. Do you want Winslow Justice or McDermott? Justice Winslow is two years away from being 27. Yeah. But has he peaked already? I like the healthy Justice Winslow. I don't like his shot. I say you get rid of him and you get Doug, Dougie McBuckets. Are they? Do they cost the same? Let's not forget Doug McDermott's a eleventh overall draft pick, twenty fourteen. He's a little older. He's twenty nine. But you want to win now? Do you continue with the youth movement or do you grab guys to win? At some point, you have to. I mean, you have to grab guys to win. Yeah. Doug McDermott is making seven point three million dollars this year. Yeah, if you can get Doug McDermott for that instead of Winslow for twelve or fucking whatever the fuck he's going to command in free agency, I'd rather have Doug McDermott. Now that's just a guy from our pick game that I know is <laughs> becoming a free agent. Doesn't mean that he wants to come to Memphis or would. Maybe he stays in Indiana and so has another deal. Who knows? Maybe he likes it there. And maybe Memphis being Memphis, you got to overpay a guy a little bit. Maybe he just takes the biggest bag available, or whatever team. I don't know. Maybe. But productivity wise, I think you can do better than Winslow. I'm just not, I don't want to just come on here and be negative, but I just, I'm not a big fan. I never really was. When he was in Miami, it's the same deal. Missing games. Yeah, you want to see it. Yeah. You want it to be proven. Uh, I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Cutting loose. It didn't work. It's not working. Maybe you. See what happens for the rest of the season before you make a judgment call. Sure. You see, uh, let's see how he does. Let's see how he finishes. Does he finish strong or does he fade away? Yeah. If I had to make the decision today, not that it matters what my opinion is, <laughs> but I'm walking away. Like he's kind of a triple double threat, but kind of already have guys that are doing that. I guess too many of the same players. Kyle Anderson, it's Dylan Brooks, it's D'Anthony Melton, it's Desmond Bain, Grayson Allen even. Got a log jam there. Yeah, I mean if I'm picking if I'm picking between Kyle Anderson and Justice Winslow right now, I'm playing Kyle Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how the Grizz finish out. They're gonna have a hard time going five hundred this week. If the Grizzlies beat New York and Indiana, maybe I change my tune on the Pelicans stealing their playoff spot. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But right now, I just don't have a lot of faith. John Morant hasn't been a fucking all-star by any fucking means. Jaron's still not playing. They, It looks like he's coming back. But what, what Jaron do we get when he comes back for the last five or six weeks? Five weeks of the season. It's so weird that Yeah, it, do we I mean he's you have to assume he's gonna be on some kind of minutes restriction. Yeah. And and he's getting back into the swing of things. NBA speed. Yeah. It's not practice speed. Yeah. Uh you hate it. 
you know who I hate it most for is Valanchunas. Valanchunas is like 26. Prime. Mm-hmm. It's prime. He's playing really well. He's like in the top 10 of, I don't remember where he is, but offensive rebounding, rebounding, and uh, he's playing really well. Yeah, he's third in the league. Tied with Steven Adams for third in the league in offensive rebounds per game. It's 11th in the league in defensive rebounding per game. Ninth in the league in rebounds total for the game. Fallon Tunis is having a great fucking year. Uh, he's in win now mode, I think. Are we building? Are we going to wait to see what Justice Winslow can do? Or are we going to build to win now? Hmm. It's questions. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how he, Winslow finishes the season. Let's just wait. Stop making all these wild guesses. What the team's going to do. The, the team's going to do what the team's going to do. What's right or wrong doesn't really matter what we think, huh? Yeah, we're just a couple dudes. <laughs> but we're not the only ones thinking about it. I think a lot of people are questioning it. It's not just something we pulled out of fucking thin air. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are wondering, what are we doing here? All right. I wanted to talk about what a great game Jingles had against Orlando the other night. I'm just going to leave it at this. Look, Joe Ingles is second in the league in three-point percentages. He's good. He leads the league in offensive rating per player. He leads the league. What is that, you may ask? Basically, it's how efficient a player is at producing points. Mm -hmm. It's how many points produced by a player per 100 possessions. He's 136.2. He's, he's efficient with offense. And when he's not scoring, he's assisting to the score. Or is the he's the assist to the assist. Like Joe Ingles for Utah. The reason I bring it up is because Utah won by like forty points or something against <laughs> Utah against Orlando that night. Saturday night. I just I saw that game and it just reminded me when Jingles has good games, Utah wins. That's a that's a big lead. It's a huge lead. And, I mean, Orlando's not a good NBA team, but they're still an NBA team. Right. Whether or not they're better than their G League team is yet to be determined. <laughs> Winning by that many points is an outlier. That doesn't happen very often. No. Orlando's down there with Detroit. Cleveland. It's garbage. Don't watch them. I won't. <laughs> Let's pick a game. Pick a game for next week. It's important that we do this. I got a couple here. Where are you starting? I'm starting Wednesday night. Wednesday. We have an ESPN late tip-off matchup between the number one and number two teams in the Western Conference. High-profile game. The Utah Jazz versus the Phoenix Suns. Three-star game. I'm only taking stars away because it's so high-profile. Fair enough. Fun game to watch. 
Definitely. It's going to, yeah. This is uh, These are two teams that were not high profile. This would not have been a high profile game last season. That's, I'm, I'm trying to give it a reason to watch because <laughs> I want to watch it. I want that to be the pick game. It's number one and number two in the in the Western Conference. I mean, this is this is something that's like a like a Christmas Day matchup almost, you know, or like a yeah. This wouldn't have been the case last year. Like we wouldn't be saying this, right? No, that's kind of why I can get on board with it. What are we doing? Three stars. I'd give it four. That's four stars. Me. It's a five star system. Four stars it is. I'm on board, honestly. We did talk last week about doing a Chicago game. I've got one to come back at you. We just did Indiana, but the only good Chicago game next week is against Indiana. Tuesday night. Tuesday night in Indy. Let's go three stars, so I guess that's a lesser game. We want to do Chicago, but we just did Indiana, so that take a star away. There is a Chicago Atlanta matchup Friday night. That's pretty good. Have we have we done Atlanta? No. What night is it? That is Friday night. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. It's on the board. Three stars. Three stars. You know it's going to be Utah Phoenix. The Knicks are playing Boston Wednesday. That's a good one. It's not bad. It's three stars. I like that one. New York versus Boston. That's a classic. It's a good matchup. Indeed. New York-Boston, that's a, that's a good matchup. I feel like uh, New York's kind of on the way up. Oh, yeah. Boston's kind of maybe could be on the way down. Could be fading. I think the Fournier trade's not working out the way Boston wanted it to. Not yet. Boston's 500. And that's a 7-8. That's a good one, man. That's 7-8 in the playoffs. And I need to watch a New York game. Oh, man, are they fun. I love watching the Knicks. I love that roster. I love Tibbs. And I like Brad Stevens. I mean... I'm a big Randall fan. God, that's a good one, man. Yeah. Let me throw another one at you. All right. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. This is a late TNT tip. You know, you knew exactly where I was going. A lot of good games this week. Yeah. You got Phoenix, LA, mm-hmm. Clippers. Mm-hmm. This is uh, another Western Conference battle. You've got Phoenix, who's number two. Mm. Clippers, who are number three. How many stars? I like that less than the Jazz Suns game, so we'll give that three stars. Well, we, right. we gave Jazz Suns four stars. I'll give Suns Clippers three stars. It's trending down. I Man, that would be a fun one. Like, how many? Maybe, like, some of these games we need to just kind of keep up with and just look and see who won for next week. That's fair. These high-impact games. Mm-hmm. Maybe these will be our follow-ups from last week, next week. These other games. But right now, I mean, 
Dude, it's Utah Phoenix. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of got to be. Dude, Portland's playing Utah Thursday as well. Portland Utah looks fun. Mm-hmm. Not as good as like Clippers Phoenix or Utah Phoenix. It's less stars for sure. Here's a weird one though. Sunday, the Spurs are playing the Mavericks. That has playing game yeah. written all over it. Yeah. The Spurs are in ninth right now. Dallas is in seventh. That has to be continued in five weeks written all over mm-hmm. it. <laughs> like whoever wins that. Uh, not as interesting though. The Spurs just are not. Is it me or are they less interesting this year? Yeah. Oh, I like Keldon Johnson. I mean, no Aldridge. They still got DeRozan. Yeah. Yeah. Keldon Johnson, your guy. Uh, DeJounte Murray. Let's just say this. Like, you know, if Utah wasn't playing Phoenix this week <laughs> and Phoenix wasn't playing the Clippers this week, maybe that would be the game. Spurs. But it's, not, but it's not going to be. It can't. Are we, are we in agreement here? It's it's Utah Phoenix. Wednesday night. Yeah. ESPN late tip. Yeah. We'll do a high profile one. I won't hate it because we won't just. I won't hate that one. I won't be mad that I'm watching it. I'll be excited. That's a really good game. Should be a quality game. Two teams that nobody thinks can win the championship. Because mm-hmm. they're not the Clippers. Or the Lakers. Right. People just don't believe they can win. I expect a slug fest. To me, that's the Western Conference Finals. Fuck you. I'm with you. <laughs> that's the best Western Conference Finals possible. That's the that's what I would want to see. That's what you would want to see. Let's do it. Let's get our Western Conference Finals in when we can. Book it. Done. Pick game. Pick game. Forget about it. (laughs) I do want to follow up on the scores from those other games next week. Follow-ups from last week. Next week. What's going on uh, next week for you, Brian? Anything? Guess I'm taking you to get vaccinated tomorrow morning. Yeah. You don't have to take me. Okay. I can try it myself. You'll go? I'll go. All right. I don't have to I don't have to I gotta drag go to, you there. I gotta go to bed immediately. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. It's a pleasure as always. I'm glad Bo got to come in the studio with us. Yeah. Shout out, Bo. Thank you, Bo, for coming. Appreciate you. <laughs> it was fun. I had a good time. I enjoyed it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate y'all. Remember now, you can call. You can call us. You can text us. Anything you want. It doesn't matter. It's 901-300-6575. All right. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.